Blog Talk Radio. Chatting with Nat is a podcast for independent women seeking to speak their truth and to break down barriers. We host honest conversations that help to guide and empower women. Speak your truth and set yourself free. Let your voice be heard. Hi everyone, this is Natalie Jeans and Asadishana. And today on Chatting with Nat, we have the honor of having singer-songwriter Lily Rose lending her powerhouse vocals with elements of R&B, rock, jazz, soul, Latin, folk, and electronics. Liana, a.k.a. Lily Rose, produces an eclectic repertoire of music from piano ballads to rock and roll and dance. She has independently released her music listed with ASCAP. With nearly a decade of professional experience and hundreds of live performances, she has entertained audiences on piano and vocals across the U.S. and internationally. Lily shares her passion for charity and healing through music to make a positive impact across the world. Let's give her a round of applause. Hi, Lily. How are you? Hi, doing great. Thank you so much for having me on Sisters in Music. Yay. So, how how have you been during this cray-cray pandemic, George Floyd, election, Ukraine, Roe versus Wade, all kind of uh, cicada years? How have you been? Oh, I have been doing great, actually. Um well, you know, I feel like we're kind of out of it now, so life is good. Um, I don't know if that's just me or if it just seems like life has gotten kind of back to life, just like my second album. Um, everything's open again. Um, I recently flew back and forth from the east to the east and west coast, and um, masks were not required on the airplanes. Um, so, you know, it's life is good and um and i think that we've finally figured a way to manage um all of that now and um and so we've we've overcome it and we are um you know so um throughout you know the past um what was it two years uh, until now um and this is we're just finally getting i mean it was like what we're in that towards the end of May here and just as of April I think they released those um mandates on the airlines and whatnot. Um but um so since then the past two years um you know I, I did get to come home and spend some time with family. Um and are you in the Washington D C area, aren't you? Yeah, I live in Maryland. I'm about 30 minutes away from D.C. Okay, yeah. So I um I got to come back to the DMV area and spend time with family, and um I worked on some writing and recording, and also tried to figure out how to stay active. I did a lot of walking. You know, I mean, all the gyms were shut down. My favorite yoga studios, um, dance studios, and so I took I did a lot of hiking and just walking and um 
And, you know, and that was really helpful for just clearing the mind. I mean, I think that the media really, um, really kind of stirred everybody up. And um, that's, this is just my take on it. Um, but that's how I kind of felt. And um, I think, you know, the best thing is to stay calm and to, uh, we, you know, we adapt and that's what we do. And so we, we make it work. Um, and so, um, yeah, I'm just really happy that we're back to uh, things being open again. And, um, and I've, I've been really steady performing a lot. So it's great to be back doing the things that we love, you know, out in public with all of our favorite people. Um, well, fingers crossed that things stay um, the way that they're moving, but I understand that in the winter it's supposed to get bad and COVID is on the rise in New York. So, you know, uh, I do agree with you that um, it's something we're just probably going to have to live with, like with the flu. Um, uh, I've, yeah. I've, had, I've had COVID twice um, and I've been boosted, vaxxed, waxed, whatever you want to call it. I've, everything's been done to me. So, yeah, I think it's something we're just going to have to live with. Um, I'm glad that the mask, you know, the mask mandates are are off in a lot of places. I still wear mine certain places just because of the fact that I've had it twice. Um, but there is a sense of freedom when you don't have to wear the mask. I mean, it's a beautiful thing. And fingers crossed that um, all these baby variants that COVID is having, you know, they say that as long as it keeps having them, they're not as strong as obviously the first one. So hope and, and I'm glad that things are opening back up so people can perform and do their thing. Now, obviously, the pandemic was a horrific thing. Um, people died, people lost limbs, people have long-term uh, COVID effects, which I do. Um, it's just been rotten. But at the same time, there are pros during this time because we had downtime. Well, a lot of us had downtime, even if we were working from home, that we had time for self-introspection. You know, I saw a lot of families walking together. I know people that cut back on work and wanted to spend time with family um, without us being in the world outside. The animals had to got to run free. Squirrels weren't getting hit by cars. The pollution level went down. Um, so Mother Nature was happy. Um, and the animals were happy, probably hoping that we wouldn't come back. Um, and artists. People, people quit their jobs. I read a lot of uh, articles on that because people wanted to do something more involved with their passion. They need to make money, but they will also want to be happy. And then with artists like you and I, um, people created EPs, albums, singles. Some people just said, I'm not doing this music thing anymore. So a lot of people really thought about who they wanted to be or how they wanted to represent themselves in regards to their music. You know, some people want to be an effective player. So during that time, did you think about any of those things? Did you do some self-introspection? Oh, yes, most definitely. Um, I actually did um, overcome COVID as well. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm super fortunate. I did lose um, some ex extended family members as well. Mm -hmm. So I can definitely relate. Um, and so, it, you know, it is of course, was a very um, serious matter and something that we are going to continue to live with. But um, mm -hmm. I'm happy that, you know, I'm happy that the vaccines came out and that we can manage it a little bit better now. Um, and I, I was most definitely a bit, I had to slow down, of course. Um, right. 
And I think collectively that society um, needed the downtime. I mean, I've talked to a bunch of friends that were just like, you know what, we were forced to stop. And in some ways it was a good thing because, you know, sometimes we just get caught up in the rat race of, of life and work and we don't, and, and, um, you know, we don't take time out for ourselves um, as much as we could. And that's definitely something that I learned about in yoga, um, which is something in addition to my music that I, I practice as often as I can and, um, and teach as well. Um, but yeah, so I was definitely able to slow down and, um, you know, and spend that time with family and um, work on some original material. And um, so, yeah, so I think it was, it was, in some ways, it was a very productive time um, while being still at the same time. Um, so, um, so, yeah, to answer your question, yeah, that, um, you know, and I was able to work on some of my art more and, Right. Um, I, was, I wrote some new new songs. Um, one of them is this kind of the theme to my upcoming album called "Can't Stop Now." And you know, and as much as we've had to slow down and kind of pause at the same time, um, and um, you know, and re- going back to our roots and back to our creative selves and being the artists that we want to be, um, it, it was um, we have to keep moving. So while being still, it, it was kind of like, okay, well, we can't stop living. We can't, we can't just stop. So that's kind of the whole theme to the Can't Stop Now album. Um, and so, you know, it's like we got we to gotta keep going. You know, we got the vaccines. Like we got to, um, you know, can't stop living. So um, that's, that's, good. that's kind of the whole theme of, of um, the upcoming album and, and um, all my music I, I make to spark joy and enhance the lives of others and um, to bring light to um, people around the world. Um, so that's, that, um, that's the theme of the upcoming music. That's awesome. Now, how did you get into music? Was it something that you saw, you heard? Did you come out of the womb singing? What happened? How did you say... How did you say that you are going to do music? Why and why? Yeah. Well, um, my parents have been a huge influence in uh, my life and and my music. And um, my mom always said that I was whistling in the womb. Um, so I I think I came out pretty um, social being and and um, it was definitely nurtured in my family. Um, and I had a piano since I was very young. I took to the piano in our home. And um, my preschool teacher happened to be a piano teacher. So um, it it was always a part of my life growing up. Um, I was really influenced by, you know, I found my parents' tapes of Michael Jackson and Madonna. And, I mean, back then we had cassette tapes. So, I, you know, I grew up in the 90s. Um, we had CDs, too. Um and of course, listen to radio, um, like we're here today. Uh, and so, I think what really, when I really realized I wanted to do music professionally was after I graduated from Virginia Tech, 
And actually, during my time at Tech, um, while I didn't go to music school per se, um, I did always have, I was privately trained with music growing up, but I, I decided to go to business for my undergrad. And I realized when I was at school, I was kind of surrounded by other musicians and kind of formed bands. And I, I was really influenced by Lady Gaga and some of her acoustic performances. And I decided to begin writing songs and, um, and then was connected through a classmate um, to a local recording studio when I graduated. That um, was a district entertainment in Alexandria, Virginia. And so I, I formed a partnership with them and worked on my first album while I was working in marketing promotions. Um, and I kind of self-funded my album and that was when I just really decided I wanted to do music. I was like, you know what? I studied business, but I want to, I want to do music business and I want to perform. And it was just always a part of my life, um, growing up thing and, um, performing on stages with dance recitals and piano recitals as well. And then always in school singing with choirs and vocal ensembles. So, kind of wanted to, to just infuse everything into my own show and so here we are today awesome and how important is it for you to be authentic in your music in your life I think being authentic and being you is the number one thing that you can do um, nobody is like anybody else and um, people people want to to hear the real you, um, and I, I definitely value that. Um, I actually had an instance where I was kind of disagreeing with a producer on um, some lyrics just because I didn't really feel that that was truly me, um, and so um, I, I, I highly value it. I love to collaborate and write with producers, um, mm -hmm. but I always strive to make sure that I believe in what I'm, um, what I'm sharing. That's really important. Um, uh, would you consider yourself a social impact message type of artist? A social impact, what was that? I said, would you consider yourself a social impact message type of artist? Oh, social impact message. You know, a lot of my music currently has been more based on personal experiences. Okay. Um, I would love to dive more into that realm um, because I am passionate about in social impact. Um, but so far it's been more, you know, I have, I have love songs. I have um, songs more on personal experience. So that's definitely something that I'd like to add to my, repertoire in my library and catalog um uh there's one song that i did do for charity um and it's not just for charity but it's my holiday song that i worked with for holiday magic project which is um out of san diego and it's a program for the children's hospitals and not just in san diego but 
throughout the nation and also internationally. And so we bring music and um, we share activity with these children's hospitals um, to spread joy during the holiday season. Um, and so I wrote a song for that, and it, it was a it's basically a compilation CD um, and story and activity book to go along with it. And and um, it's a compilation of different artists contributing different songs for this um, for this project. And so I wrote this original song called Believe, and I really thought about what might inspire some somebody that's you know that's in the hospital. Um, as I I have experienced being in the hospital before, only for a short time, but. I went back to that and I thought about what might make me happy when I was in that situation and what would bring others joy in the hospitals. And so I wrote this song believe because I, I believe in the power of, of the mind and, um, and positivity. And so that's what the song is. You know, it's, 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 it's a, an anthem for believing in, in, um, in the light. And keeping the faith. All righty. Well, we're, I'm going to play your song, Can't Stop Now. And to refresh our memory, what is that song about? Yeah, so this this song was actually written in 2018. And it was inspired by, at the time, I was living and working between two cities. And I was commuting anywhere from two to five hours Um one way in order to do that and um and i'm super grateful to have had that opportunity and at the same time it was challenging as i was um with commuting it can be very challenging when it's um that that far um and so it felt almost like like a a rat race at at times and but I was doing what I love to do, and I was through my dream and my passion, and I was, um, and you know, and and in certain instances, you have to, um, it's it's a hustle, and so that song was inspired by that time in my life where I was trying to figure out um, if I should make a move or if I should just keep commuting and. In addition to that, the message ended up being a lot bigger than that, and that was just the initial inspiration for the song. Um, but the message really related to the pandemic, and I didn't end up releasing it until closer to now um, because it really is just another positive anthem of continuing to keep moving, to never give up on your dreams, and um, – and to keep moving forward. And so that's... All right, let's, let me play it. Don't know when this train derailed, but I gotta keep moving on. These arrows inside of me, they keep me Every rock and every mountain 
opportunities for your music actively looking um yes yes i mean i um i'm definitely learning more about all of that um i've had some independent films 
Um, no, nothing um, with any um, TV or feature films yet. Um, but that is definitely I've been collaborating with um, and connecting with people that have um, that are experienced in that field. And so, um, so yes, that's definitely um, on that's part of the um, the next goals for some of these songs. Um, you definitely should do it because um, even listening to that song, it, you know, it sounds like something that could be film, television, documentary, whatever. Um, it's definitely something you you should pursue. You know, it's only my opinion, but uh, that that was just that was amazing. That was fantastic. Um, yeah, thank you. Yeah, I did have um, Jordan Sparks actually listened to the song and oh really. Um, was potentially thinking about um, singing it. Um, so yes, I mean, I think with a lot of that, it's you know, it's 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 sometimes it's not about what you know, but it's about who you know. And um, so yeah, I'm definitely continuing to connect the dots um, to be more um, to have these songs eventually picked up for some singing and licensing opportunities. Um, and and even if for other artists uh, wanting to sing some of my songs, uh, you know, I'm, I'm in addition to singing, I'm also a writer. So um, I'm happy to write for other artists as well. Mm. I could definitely see picture Jordan Sparks singing this song. So fingers crossed. <laughs> no, I, I mean, you sing it beautifully, but I could definitely, it sounds like a song that she would actually sing. Based on, because uh, I don't know what she's doing now. I know she got married and had a child, and I think she's still doing music. But that that definitely would be great with her voice. Um, yeah, it's definitely. Yeah. If you have contacts like that. Um, that is definitely awesome. Um, yeah, you know, it was in talks, but it it didn't. I think she was too busy to kind of take it on. Um, but but yeah, you know, you never know. I mean, you know. You, Aretha Franklin sang Carol King's songs, so um, it's definitely gold in addition to the thinking and licensing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, what do you love most about being an artist? Oh, gosh. Um, I think the lifestyle is uh, the lifestyle is what I love most about being an artist is being able to create. Um, at free will, um, that, I mean, that's freedom to me. Um, and so I think the creative process is my favorite part about being an artist. And then even down to living the life that I choose to live and my own scheduling, um, that's creative freedom as well. So, um, so yeah, I think, uh, I I just um, I've always been an artist. I and it, with that I've always been kind of an independent contractor, and that's allowed me to have flexibility. Right. Um, and so um, yeah, it's it's you know I think there's pros and cons um, to it, but I don't think there's anything better than creating something and sharing that. Um, 
unique piece of art that you know that, that you made with that that you made yourself. Um, that's so you know, basically that's, that's, that's the American dream <laughs> or the the international dream. What is your end goal with your music? If you if you had a choice, I mean, you obviously can do both: be the artist and the writer. Would you prefer to be the writer and like write for other people, or do you want to do both? I I I would want to I do both. Um, I first and foremost love performing. Performing is my number one passion more so than being in the studio per se um i love both but my number one joy is um to actually be out there performing um and i think that that's just because that's been a part of my life um since i was so young even just i mean my first dance recital i was three years old in a tap number and you know while that's it's it's a it was a small local event but it, that I love um, and to make other people, to bring other people joy through the performances is, is the most fulfilling thing that you could ever do, or that that's what I believe. Um, and so, I mean, my end goal is really to just inspire others, to bring others joy um, and to touch as many lives and different cultures as I can in my lifetime and um, and to take my music all over the world. That's awesome. What do you prefer, performing in a large venue or in a small venue? And why? Um, I can't say that I've performed in enough very large venues. Okay. Um, it's like I've never performed in an arena, per se. Um, but the largest crowds I perform to probably around a thousand mm. um, or a couple thousand. Um, and those shows are really fun. Um, I would, I, so it's, it's hard to say because I think most of my performing is definitely more intimate, um, more intimate, smaller venues, which I love because then I can really connect with people even after the performance um, to be able to go and chat with somebody right afterwards is really um, it's special. And to, to be able to meet so many different people, um, I think that in an arena situation that would be, or in a very large venue situation, that it might be a little bit different to do that. Um, although there are meet and greets and things like that. Um, but, there's just something about the intimacy of a small venue, which is really nice. You can really take the time to really connect with your audience. True. Very true. And which one of your songs is your favorite to perform and why? Favorite song to perform? I think it just ends on, oh, the, uh, it's her, a favorite original song. Yeah. Um. I think it depends on the mood and the venue, um, but Can't Stop Now right has definitely been my go-to, um, especially during these times, and it being such a piano-vocal ballad. Um, I'm sure you can hear my dog barking in the background as well. <laughs> um, so that's just um, President Lincoln saying hi over here. Um, 
But yes, Can't Stop Now is has been my go-to recently, um, just because for the time, it's, I think everybody can kind of relate, and my mm-hmm. goal is to inspire others. So um, that's that's my the anthem that I I call it an anthem, just because it's it's what it's what kind of kept me moving forward throughout um, challenging times. So um, I wanted to share that with um, others as well. So yeah, that that's definitely been my favorite song to perform. Um, another song, um, which is a little bit of a different flavor that will be coming out soon as well is called Siéntame. And it's a, um, it's kind of a Spanglish reggaeton um, Latin pop song and really get people up and dancing and that song is always super fun to perform it's just a totally different vibe than Can't Stop Now so so while we have the the, the inspiring piano ballad um, I really love doing the, the upbeat pop songs as well um, to perform to, to get people up and grooving Awesome. Now I'm going to play your song, Drama Queen. Tell me what that's about. Yes. Okay. So Drama Queen title is still to be determined. I I believe it's actually going to be Chain Me um, or Sorry Not Sorry. Um, the Drama Queen title came from the producer because it sounds like kind of like a Drama Queen type song. Um but this song is has a nice kind of reggae soul pop vibe. It's perfect for summertime. Um, and this song is um, inspired by, again, personal relationships um, and kind of the need to be free, um, again, with that universal theme of freedom. Um, it's, um, yeah, it it was just, you know, sometimes you, it, it was feeling like feeling tied down or feeling like something is claustrophobic, um, and that need to just kind of break free and live your own life, follow your dreams, do what speaks to you. Um, that's the inspiration behind this song. And um, we kind of gave a little Hollywood spin on it, um, referencing uh, silver screen movies. So, um, so yeah, that's uh, Sorry Not Sorry. And that's just Sorry Not Sorry. I'm going to live the life that I want to live. So that's, um, that's the inspiration behind Drama Queen. All right, let's play it. i 
my favorite line in, in there is don't try to change me because I hate when people try to, people do that all the time. They want you to be what they want you to be, but cannot accept exactly that you are. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yes. Yes. Change or pain. Um, really kind of the similar message, but um, yeah, it's, um, you know, we don't want to be chained down, down and, and we don't want to be chained. Down. <laughs> Even, yeah, same, same difference. Same difference. Chained yeah. down. Mm-mm. People want to chain you down to be what they want you to do. They want you to be. Exactly. Exactly. Instead of you accepting you for yourself. I mean, no, you know, people are just not happy. Um, <laughs> um, what is What is your writing process like? And if you get writer's block, how do you deal with it? Writing process. You know, I don't have any writing process. The thing that I can say is write as often as you possibly can Mm -hmm. um, because that keeps the muscle exercise and it keeps it in in practice. So um, one of my favorite things to do is to write or as right when I first wake up, um, you know, whether that's journaling with your morning coffee or um, just little exercises. Um, I, I picked up a book called Writing Better Lyrics, and it's written by a Berkeley School of Music professor, Pat Pattinson, and he's got a lot of great yeah. material out there for songwriters. Um, and so there's tons of exercises in that book that's just free-flowing writing exercises, um, also um, collaborating with other writers and writing in groups and sharing what you wrote. Um, and it doesn't even have to be songwriting. It can just be any type of writing in general. Um, so I think just, you know, with like like any sport or like playing any instrument, um, writing is something that is just a consistent practice. Um, and so, um, so just keeping that um, practice as often as possible is part of uh, my routine. And then when it comes to writing songs, um, I sometimes like to just use, utilize some of the things that I've written in some of these free-flowing journaling exercises and turn that into lyrics or turn these poems into lyrics and then kind of put the music to it and work it out that way. And then from there, we do the song arrangement um, and development. And so um, that's kind of my process and as as I can. What are three things you wish you had known before you got into the music business? I think that everybody measures success differently and I never imagined um, that I would be that I, I basically make my living off of performing. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, performing local gigs, um, casuals, some people call it, or even corporate events, um, weddings, things like that. And, I don't think I ever realized that I would be doing that, um, you know, back when I was in school. Um, and so 
while I'm in the music business, I've also kind of partnered with like the hospitality industry because I perform in hotels um, or even the service industry with it being in restaurants and music venues. Um, so I think that if I had known that beforehand that there's just, there's not one way to define success um, that things would be a little bit different. Um, but I found a way to, you know, not be the the biggest celebrity in the world, but you can still be an independent artist and you can still make a living and you can be creative and, and, um, and share the, and share music. Um, and so it's, um, you know, there's just not, there's no right or wrong way to do things. And I think you just got to get creative this day and age. And there's so many different outlets and resources. Um, and so being an independent artist is, in some ways it's difficult because there's so many people and there's, anybody can do it. But at the same time, it's, it's the best time to be doing it because we have so many resources available to us um, nowadays. So, um, so yeah, I think just um, to not, to, you know, just to kind of be creative and think out of the box that there's no right or wrong way to do things. Um, and then also just to always look for other avenues um, or outlets um, that, you know, if one door closes, another one's going to open. And going back to the theme of Can't Stop Now, you just, you keep moving and, um, and you find other things. And then, and another thing is that um, I think it's important to continue businesses in other realms too, not just music. Um, Being an artist, you know, you can be creative in so many different ways. Um, and you know, you can design merch, you can, um, and that's also why I kind of studied yoga because I be in the yoga and wellness business as well. Um, and kind of, um, and so, um, partnering with other industries, um, is an asset. And I, I don't think I, um, I don't, I don't think that I realized the, expansion of possibilities like and opportunities um that there really was before I you know really went into the workforce right um so um so yeah I, I think that um it's the world is our oyster and to just take every opportunity that we can to make the most of it that's it. That's right. Well, Lily Rose, thank you so much for being on Chatting with Nat. I've learned a lot. I think you have an awesome, beautiful voice. You are extremely talented, um, and I can't wait to hear what else you have next. Um, I'm definitely going to keep up and follow you wherever you go. Um, and, I, you know, fingers crossed, you just never know. Some people can come back and say, Jordan Sparks might come back and say, you know what? I changed my mind. I have time. I'm going to do this song. Or it might go to somebody else that's famous out there and they perform it and it make millions of dollars. <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah, that, hey, maybe she'll even hear 
chatting with Nat, and um, and we'll be getting a phone call from her later today. So really appreciate you having me on and and chatting and um, and having this show for actors um, and music and for independent artists like me um, to help share our music. Um, you know, we really appreciate you, and um, it's been a, a pleasure to be on your show. So thank you, Nat, and I hope to uh, meet you in person and, and perform and link up with you in the um, D.C., Maryland area someday. That would be yeah. really rad. We'll have yeah. to um, have a have a radio show um, out in public sometime. <laughs> yeah, oh, that would be awesome. That would be awesome. All right, everybody, that was Lily Rose. You can find her at www.lilyrose.com. Instagram.com is Lily on the Keys. I like that. Our YouTube is, yeah. is L-O-D-K Productions. And Facebook is Lily on the Keys. I like that. I can't help it. I just like that. Lily Rose, that's who she yeah, is. Yeah, that- L O O D K stands for Lily on the Keys. So that's a little right. L O O D K production. Um, I love it. So, yeah, yeah, thank you so much. All right. And if you can't remember all of that, just Google her. Find her on Spotify. Find her everywhere. Go listen to her music. You can also buy it, it's not expensive. All right. Until next time, <laughs> on Chatting with Nick. with Nat is a podcast for independent women seeking to speak their truth and to break down barriers. We host honest conversations that help to guide and empower women. Speak your truth and set yourself free. Let your voice be heard. Love your voice.